Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land, the House of Sin and Studio Stan, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the land our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships and identity. So, so, so scandalous. Welcome to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. How are you guys going tonight? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah, good. yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not too bad. <laughs> Paul, you sound a bit deflated. Well oh, done on in-joke tonight. Oh, thank you. Over on the Sin 90.7s. I'm a little bit deflated from the 90.7s. That's all right. Well, we're here to pep you up well, tonight you. on an audio show. Get hyped. Tonight we're talking all about nudes. Um, if you've got any nudes, send them in. No, don't. Um, please don't at all. Unsolicited <laughs> nudes are not allowed here on the Naughty Rude Show. Our DMs are closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to kick things off, maybe we should just get straight into introducing ourselves. Um, my name is Erin. I am a 19-year-old cis bisexual girl and I am in a relationship. Next. With, yep. with Paul. Oh, come with on. We've, we've flogged that horse far too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I just still find it amazing. See, it's really exciting to get oh. to do radio with you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh that's lovely. Since resident power couple. Well, uh, yeah, I'm Paul. I'm a 20-year-old cis white man. Uh, my Again, my sexuality is whatever. And I'm in a relationship with Aaron. Yep. Sweet. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, I'm Michaela. I'm... 22 now? God. Uh, <laughs> I'm cis, female, um, heterosexual, and currently single. Yes. Uh, That's totally okay. Yep, Michaela single, everyone. Get on it. <laughs> putting it out um, there. Sorry, I'm missing gonna... the days. Oh, <laughs> making snarky comments up the top. My name is Jay. I am a 23-year-old trans non-binary person. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I uh, I'm in a relationship. I'm in multiple relationships. I'm in a relationship with two different people. I'm still trying to figure out what the grammatically correct way to say that is. It's complicated. It's, it's good, complicated is probably the best. It's it's complicated. No, it's not complicated though. Like the connotation of that is that it's like, oh, it's complicated. It's actually great. Grass. Yeah. Even. Mm. I've got to stop using that. You word. have to stop saying grass. It's a horrible it, habit. It, of it's grass. grass. <laughs> it's. You heard it here first. You My know what relationship else? status is grouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is grouse, guys? What? Our Tumblr. Oh. Yeah, nice. nice Thanks. Segue. If it you is. guys have got questions for us at home listening, you can send them into the naughtyridgeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And um, if you need to find that link, it's on our socials. You can get that at the Naughty Ridge Show on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, yeah, send us a question about anything. If you've got any nude queries at all, um, they're on topic tonight. So send them our way. But to kick things off, we've got a song by Radiohead, and it's called Nude. Nice. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> nice Absolutely one. Absolutely perfect. This is the Naughty Rude Show. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show. That first song was Nude by Radiohead, and after that was Tomboy by Princess Nokia. This is Erin, Jay, Paul, and Michaela tonight. Um, hi. Hey. Hello. We're talking about nudes tonight. Yes, very broad idea that we've... Come up with? But it's not broad. It's a, an extremely specific thing. And for people who don't know what that specific thing is, it's a picture that you send over the internet of your naked body specifically. Like, I think that's uh, there's a lot of steps involved. It has to be an image. It has to be transmitted electronically, usually, to be referred to as a nude. I wonder if people mm. sent nudes in ye old days. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like portraits? Service. Yeah. Michelangelo like, painted heaps. Yeah, that's what nudes. I mean. And then did it, like, send them by owl or something? Is David people? a nude? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how far back do nudes go? Yeah, I think forever, probably. Like, people used to, like, not wear clothes, right? At uh, all? 
Well, that, life mm. used to be a nude, you know? Hmm? Like, why, what? Because you, well, no one wore clothes. So, like, it life used to nude. be a nude. I don't care. Oh, my um, God. No, I get it. No, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> anyway, that's like... Like, way too deep for me. I'm sorry. I'm starting to lose track. But I think that the connotation that you're getting at there, Jay, is that it's a kind of sexual thing more so. And it's something that is exchanged between two or more people, um, generally an audience of people sometimes, depending on where you're posting things. Um, But, yeah, I think sometimes it's very private. Sometimes it is a very private affair. And um, either way, our message overall tonight is kind of power to you, I think. Is that safe to say? It's a good yeah. angle. We'll see. It is an angle. Um, we've got a question in from our Tumblr. Thank you very much, Asker. Anonymous Asker, rather, saying, um, I'm a bit nervous with having my first time with my boyfriend soon. Is exchanging sex and nudes a good first step to getting to know each other sexually? 100%. Yeah, I reckon yes. um, if we were to tap into that more, um, nudes in relationships can be super cool in breaking down those initial barriers, I think. Um, yeah, like physical contact and, you know, being even for, for some people being naked in front of another person is very hard mm. for lots mm. of people. You know, I struggled with, uh, like, my body being seen by other people. It's so weird. Mm. Um, so getting it, like, just an image and just having sending that image out to the internet, to the NSA, whoever's watching, like, getting it out there <laughs> yeah, is yeah. such a confidence-boosting thing sometimes because you've just, like... You've literally, like, captured your body and put it on the internet. Well, not on the internet, but via, you know, Snapchat yeah. or Messenger, however you send your nudes. It's such a confidence builder. Yeah, I think it can be really empowering, um, both personally and, like, romantically, sexually, however you are exchanging these sorts of things. In relationships, yeah, they can be that um, good way to first kind of establish what what the, like, I don't know what you guys are kind of into, but I, I guess my number one thing that I want to put out there is like with nudes and relationships, even if it is a relationship, there always needs to be like consent, um, uh, yeah. un- unsolicited dick pics and not fun for anyone involved. Uh, well, unsolicited other pics up as well. Well, yeah, obviously, like not just dicks. anything can be really annoying. Yeah, I really just don't want that unsolicited <laughs> meme. That's not, not fair on anyone. <laughs> um, I think... <clears throat> sorry. No, um, I think any kind of... I, I cleared my throat, so now it sounds like what I'm going to say is really important. But, like, <laughs> Listen. it's... <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> that probably sounds awful. Um, no, I, I, it all counts as communication as well. Like, yeah. if you're planning on having sex with someone, if it is for the first time, the stakes must seem really high. And this is a form of communicating with each other about that it's probably, like, better than not doing it like sexting and and sending nudes before you have sex with someone the first time is a perfectly acceptable way to communicate about the experience to ease yourself into it as long as you are actually having like conversations outside of that about consent and about what you want that aren't like don't have that sexual overtone because as like dry and horrible as it can sound like you do need to just talk about sex in a non-sexy way sometimes Mm -hmm. to just make sure that everyone's on the same page but it is a good like that's an important part of it as well i Mm. think yeah for sure i think as well um on that point of Nah, never mind. I lost my train of thought. Kayla, do you have anything you'd like to add? Uh, yeah, I'm just <laughs> reflecting back on my uh, younger days, and that was sort of the exact trajectory of mm. um, some of my first relationships, of being nervous and being unsure, and also that self-esteem stuff coming into it, of having those conversations online, um, getting to a bit more of a um, a sexy level, mm. and then trying to 
I, f- I feel like the most important thing with any of those pictures that were exchanged is having the build up to it. So having it rather be an extension of the conversation, as you were saying, Jai, like that it is a part of that conversation, that communication, mm. um, rather than being. It's not yeah, a conversation say, starter. Blue. No, definitely not. Oh my god! Sometimes it's like the great, yeah. big like climax of the the sexting. Sometimes it's like. Oh great! That's don't start a conversation with a note. Usually end it. <laughs> <laughs> sexting can be like like just general sexting can be like a nice cheeky thing to do with someone. Like say you just you know they're busy somewhere else and you're just like hey like I don't want to do a, like a fake sex. Yeah, would <laughs> I don't want to do like a fake sex and spell it out on air for people. But you know like it can ju- just be like a nice thing to get you guys excited or just to be interested in each other. It can light that spark potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it can extend beyond the physical as well. I mean, as you were saying before, Paul, how like it can be more about less about the the actual physical intimacy between yeah two people. It can just be something in another online space. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I have I yeah I have had a few online relationships before that have been like completely sexual online relationships, uh, which is weird. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wild. Yeah, wild. Wild. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I was, yeah, I was maddened to Tumblr a few years ago. Oh, the Tumblrs. And obviously that's a <laughs> mating ground for finding people yeah. who are really interested in each other. Uh, and, yeah, Tumblr was a place where I met a lot of people who were interested in online... Not like online... It wasn't online dating at all. It was like online sex like yeah sexting, yeah sex relationships but it's so common like because we have apps basically that are for that now you know like just yeah. snapchat is like designed I, for well, that. Yeah. absolutely but be- even before snapchat there was like internet Keep- relay internet relay chat no not <laughs> shouting out your back in the for. internet history gosh <laughs> further back in internet history there was internet relay chat which is like there's a lot of really good like memes and stuff from that era like i put on my robe and wizard hat which is like really <laughs> Are you familiar? I think. So. Yeah, I think it's. I it, it was from. clearly like there were clearly people using those platforms since the beginning of internet time to send each other sexual messages and sexy messages. And um, once we got stuff like Snapchat, where you can send pictures more easily, the proliferation of nudes kind of took that over. Mm-hmm. But you know, it used to be a lot more literary. I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's important as well as to have like. As we were talking about before with the sexting and the, the nudes, it's really good to have a mix of the two, like have the literary sexting in there. Have the text. Yeah. Because you know. sometimes it's nicer to um, tell, not show, sometimes. Mm, yeah. Especially with online stuff. Visual um, communication is great, but like, back it up. Yeah. You know, write an exegesis on your nude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the online, online relationships without ever meeting someone, meeting someone, so weird. Yeah. Like, looking back, I'm like, what, why? Well, then, I mean, you think about... No, because, like, think about... There's a kind of... I don't hate to say market, but there is kind of a, a, a place for that in the broader online community. I mean, if you mm. think about people who run porn blogs and things like that, like, that's definitely a very public way to share nudes in a, you know, in a one-to-many environment. Like, Reddit, Reddit as well is a big... Yeah. Um, I don't want to say... I'm picking the wrong words here, like cesspit of. Um, <laughs> there's a whole, um, like, this whole subreddit's dedicated to sharing mm. nudes online, mm. which is also pretty cool stuff. I think it's helpful. Um, it's helpful, and it's, I guess, to come back to the question, to come full circle here, it just depends kind of what level you're at 
with comfort. Obviously, your objective here, the questioner, is just trying to establish that relationship with their partner. But, I mean, it can go beyond that and it can be something that you use to your benefit to explore your own sexuality and to become, I guess, more comfortable in your own skin. Um, is, like, I guess that's my send-off when it comes to taking nudes. Like, do it for you yeah, at the I end of the day. For do some it for you. There's literally... nervous with it as well. It's... It's not in the sense, like, perfect practice for the actual first time, but it's good, like, mental sort of getting ready for knowing who you are sexually and what you want to do. Um, Just even if it's through text, like, you get an idea in your head what you like, what the other person likes, you sort of get this camaraderie going. You're building a more mutual understanding between you of, like, what might what sex might actually be like when you guys do it together. Mm. You two people specifically, the asker and then their partner. It's like, because everyone's so different that it's Mm. really good to have that one-on-one like personalised communication Mm. of just like, it's much better than, for example, going and watching porn and being like, oh, that is what all sex is like. You Mm. get to really understand this person sexually and I think that's really special and there's Mm. nothing wrong with it. Totally. Do it. Yeah. That's a nice way to end, I think. Good luck. Yeah, good (laughs) luck to you. Yeah. Have fun. Cool. Let's go to a song. Let let us go to a song. What is this one called? This one is Young Blood by The Naked and Famous. Uh, uh, (laughs) This is The Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show. That was some La Tigre with Decepticon. And before that, we had The Naked and Famous with Young Blood. Classic banger. Classic banger. From the 2000s. Absolute tune. Yes. Yes. We We're are going now. back in time. Yeah, we are. Time travellers here on The Naughty Rude Show. We are now answering your questions on our Tumblers, thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. If you missed that, head to our socials. It's posted all over there. Um, it is a long one, so yeah. we forgive you. At Naughty Rude on Twitter. And also, is it the Tumblers, like, is that the correct way to refer to Tumblr? In the, tumblers? It's the Tumblers? I think, I think that's just something I made up. Okay, no, I have to explain this. In my family, in, in my home, there is this dynamic of putting S's on things, like brand names that aren't, that aren't there. You mean Veggie Like Mines? my mother calls, calls My Maya, Myers. Oh, um, like yeah, that no, I've heard that. Like Definitely. David Jones, David Jones's. Well, that's an exception <laughs> from Jones the rule. Yeah, yeah. Causes. You're picking <laughs> all the wrong examples. <laughs> it's funny because, like, Woolworths and Coles originally had apostrophes and now they don't. And I don't Did feel they comfortable really? about it. No, yeah, really? it used yeah. to be Cole, like Cole. Just, co- like, just some store. guy called Cole and it's Cole's, yeah. it's Cole's shop. Cole Sprouts? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sick of giving them free promo. Yeah, right? <laughs> Gosh. Let's get straight into the questions. So we've got one here from you guys. From an anonymous person, when is it too soon to have sex with someone you're dating? Never. It's never too soon. Have sex with someone and then figure out if you like them. Just great. Maybe know that there is <laughs> there are like a safe. Oh, do bet it first. safely. Yeah. Put then a, whatever. Put a, put a condom on them and just <laughs> go for it and don't worry about it. And then if as long as it's a positive experience and both of you are listening to each other and mm. consenting and things, mm. there is literally no minimum amount of time that you need to know someone no. before you have sex with them. The whole, like, um, three dates rule is, I like, total it. shit. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, total shit. Do it whenever you want. Like, it can be one day. It can be three. It can be 27. Like, honestly, it can be never. You yeah. never really have to have sex with someone you don't. dating you unless you be, want to. Yeah, you could not want to have sex with someone and just, like, have a relationship with them that is fulfilling and romantic and wonderful and just mm. not have sex or not want to have sex right now, mm. which I have done. And it is fine. 
But also, no minimum amount of time. Like, there's no... if like It's a big thing with slut-shaming. Mm. It's just like, you don't have to figure out if you like someone or if you're going to be with them forever. That's There's no requirement for you to for it to be this big special thing whether you're a virgin or not a virgin like as we talked about on that episode we did about virginity which you can get on spotify (laughs) itunes it's all over the place omni anyway um we did that a few weeks ago and we kind of talked about this idea that like it has to be really special and it's like Mm. sex never has to be really special it has to be comfortable and it has to be safe but it doesn't have to be a big deal no no you know And it's completely up to you. Again, that question in itself, when is it too soon, is something that comes from external pressures. Mm -hmm. And it's totally about judgment from other people. So try to separate yourself from that judgment and just do what feels right for you is my... Yeah, don't judge yourself. Don't, Mm. like, you know, judge yourself if someone else, like, tells you you've done something bad to them. But, like, it's not, like, it's generally, like, a good idea to judge yourself less. Mm. Here's a topical question. Is there ever a wrong time for nudes? Yes. And that is straight away. Like an immediate <laughs> at the person on whatever hello, app or message. Like never, straight away nudes. No, it's like good. nude, hello. <laughs> <laughs> nudes is a greeting, straight up no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think yeah. the asker might mean more like, is there a wrong time as in to receive it? Like say you're at the dinner table. 6am. Or like oh, wrong parents. time of day. Yeah, okay. And then... <laughs> You receive a nude. Well, it's the same, I guess, in conversation. It's um, it's the same as situational, um, like, environment factors as well. I mean, you, you can't really control when you receive a nude. I want to hear mm. the rest of what Michaela was going to say, though. Oh, well, uh, yeah. I oh, mean, no. I feel like it's a pretty common story is, you know, when, I mean, I'm on dating apps, right, as occasionally, if you get something other than the hi, hey, hello, hey, what's up, hey, what are you up to, hey, what do you do? hi. Weird. Weird. Oh. You W-Y-D. And you get, like, an unsol- unsolicited nude. Um, it's a bit confronting and it's not what you want to see. And quite often as well, like, I've had experiences of, like Paul was saying, opening a nude at an inappropriate time, like on mm. a crowded train or tram mm. with someone looking over my shoulder. That's always great. Mm. Um, or that makes at it work. Fun sometimes, or... though, it well, is <laughs> sometimes like the danger. It's like makes it a little bit extra. The fun. danger nude. So yeah. what? I I actually have those all the time because I'm in a Facebook group. I I didn't tell you guys this before. I'm in a Facebook group where people just literally sh- share their nudes. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, it is. It's it's a lot. But like sometimes I'll just be scrolling through my Facebook feed, and if anyone's looking over my shoulder, it's just like oh a post, oh a video, oh a nude, and like and and so it's just like it's like I would assume most people's Tumblr dashboards kind of look the same because uh, yeah. there's a lot of nudity. Class. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, there's um, a lot of nudity on Tumblr, but it's just like in, in different contexts. Like some of it's like artistic, and some of it's yeah yeah. You know, like, like, it's, it's already embarrassing being a second-year uni student and being on Tumblr in class. That's already embarrassing <laughs> enough. But then when a nude pops up on my Tumblr and I have to, like, turn my brightness all the way down and angle away from anyone else, it's I bad. can't shame you because too many people I care about are still using Tumblr. Fair enough. <laughs> Look, my hands in the air. Hands like, the air, absolutely love Tumblr. <laughs> oh, good. Um, but, yeah, it's just... it's There are inappropriate times... Um, maybe to open a nude, but that's why it's good to not receive one when you're not expecting it. Usually, like give people some warning. Yeah, get like require require some warning. Ten second, 
10, sorry, not 10 seconds, 10 <laughs> minute warning. A 10 like, minute warning? You're going to get coming in 10, in ten nine. <laughs> I'm about to go take a nude, would you like to see it? Yeah, that something is, like yeah, that's a An really appropriate conversation opener. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, to go back to what you said, Paul, like the danger nude. I mean, like <laughs> the idea of a surprise nude is, is is fine in a consensual environment. I think if there is that warning, is there that heads up? Hey, um, and you know where the person is, like, you know, they're not going to be in an awkward, like a family dinner or something and you're going to go ahead and do something like that. It's a nice little thing that can create a bit of tension, obviously, between the two of you, but also just like, yeah, good tension rather. Um, but yeah, just give them a heads up. Just a courtesy. Courtesy <laughs> calls. Okay. Courtesy So when the message like, comes through, they know to at least mm. remove the phone or from like the light. Go to the bathroom. Uh, perfect angle. Just prepare it. This is why you don't have phones at the dinner table. So wait, what was the question again? The question, again, was... <laughs> is there ever a wrong time for nudes? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, but usually not if you have like the correct context and consent around it. Mm. I think we should go to a song now, guys. Ooh, sure. I think so too. I agree. This one. Oh. Uh, this one. Oh, this one. <laughs> no, don't don't may I, at me. May I? Yes, I, you may. I will roast you off air. <laughs> this is called This is Send Nudes by All Day. You're listening to Sin Nation. This is a Naughty Rude Show. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. That was Send Nudes by All Day and then Blood in the Cut by Kay Flay. Welcome back. Those band mm. names rhyme. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to lie. Um, that was deliberate. Oh, <laughs> caught out. Yeah, you caught me. Oh, memeing on the job. <laughs> For sure. you. No, that's really cool. Um, and, yeah, we've got another segment now about nudes, but, like, kind of we can't just talk about nudes for the entire hour. Mm. Um, so specific sort of stuff about Revenge porn. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about revenge porn and then tap a little bit more into that whole idea of unsolicited nudes. Um, this, I guess, potentially this segment could bring up some things for people at home. So if it is something that you are concerned about hearing, then, I mean, you can come back in 10 minutes' time and we'll be finished with this topic. Yeah, um, come back at 9 o'clock and yeah. we'll, we promise not to be talking about this anymore. Um, or you can call Lifeline on 131114 if you're feeling sad and you just want to talk to someone or 1-800-RESPECT. Mm. Yeah. Um, For sure. And what's 1-800-RESPECT again? 1-800-RESPECT is the Sexual Assault and Domestic Violence Helpline. Yeah. So they'll have a lot of information for you about any sort of um, sexual assault issues or questions that you might have that we might not be able to answer for you tonight. Yeah. So, um, revenge porn, I guess. What is it for people who don't know? It is when you have a sexually explicit image of yourself and then someone else has that and then they give it to other people without your consent. Sounds a lot like this question we've got in from an anonymous asker on our Tumblr and they've said, my ex sent some revenge nudes of me to our friendship group in private. What do I do? Okay, so we're assuming the context around this is that the asker has sent these nudes in a like a consensual situation between them and their ex and then their ex, after they broke up, presumably has gone oh, you know what, stuff you, I'm going to do this thing to try and upset you Mm. um, and send it around to all of their friends. Mm. Um, And I don't have a really good, I don't have much to say about that. It happened to a couple of people that I know in high school and I'll try and remember what they did. It It is a really unfortunate situation and it is assault if it does happen to you. It's, it is. It's a breach of consent and. It's totally not okay. Yeah. For one. So I think if this is something, if anyone else finds them in this situation, finds themselves in this situation rather, it's not okay. 
and um, it's a potentially punishable by law as well. Yeah. Uh, if it's as if it's as public and provable as possible, it's punishable in yeah. the court it's of law of Australia. So been hard for people um, recently, I think, to to prove it, um, mm. which is why one of the big like there's a big political discussion around that about getting better laws in place that support people to per- prosecute these things more because at the moment I guess it's basically mo- the most extreme cases mm. um, are the ones that get prosecuted and then everything else like it's it's really hard to stop people from doing this and I hope that in the future it gets easier to stop them from doing this mm, definitely in, in in some circumstances it's a, it's a form of defamation as well um, depending on you know like what the nudes are as well uh, can really, I mean, not in the sort of sense of sort of slut shaming in that sense, but it you know it's releasing like a really personal mm. thing online to lots of people that can actually tarnish reputations of of some people depending on yeah well how we, terrible some people are. We see it happening to like celebrities all the mm. time. I mean, there was that thing with Jennifer Lawrence a while back, and there was a bunch of other women who at, around uh, the same time. The 2012 iCloud celebrity yeah. nude leaks. Yeah, that's Sam the one from iCarly as well. Yeah. Her news were released, which is, and it's shit. Like straight up, it's shit, and um, it's unfortunate that I think it's happening in like our everyday lives as well, and that's not something that people kind of um, have the courage or the platform rather to come up and and speak about. Because I remember, I mean, to reflect on my childhood in in high school, it was very much a th- like a culture around groups of boys not all the boys but definitely groups of some of the boys collecting or collating yeah, having, like, images of phone. of girls who had sent them to their partners or uh, you know people they were it's like blackmail with the time. it's like collecting yeah. blackmail and it's really mm-hmm. not okay and it's really hard to tell someone what to do in that situation because all i can think of at the moment is to be like i guess don't be ashamed of it mm. but like there's nothing like there's no, there's nothing I can really like, unless you pursue like some kind of legal antidote. Like, if it's happened in your friendship group and your friendship group think it's a big deal or that they think that you're wrong in some way, mm. then they're not being very good friends. No, like, it's not your fault that this happened. It's not your fault that you have a body. It's not your fault that you, that body you took pictures of it. You know, like it's all. Like, that's all stuff that's okay for you to do. And if your friends are like, wow, how dare you? Like, you're basically being blackmailed. Mm-hmm. And if they think that that blackmail is worthwhile, then they're not being very good friends. No. And you all. should maybe assess whether or not they're safe for you to still be friends with and that you can trust them. Because, like, it's embarrassing, but if they're good friends, like, it's not going to matter to mm. them and they're going to be on your side and be like, oh my gosh, your ex sent me this picture and I'm absolutely, I find their behavior abhorrent, you know, mm. okay, not all of your friends are going to be as wordy as I just was, but they were being an asshole and they shouldn't have, you know, your ex shouldn't have done that and I still support you kind of thing. Like that's ideally the response that you should be getting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Totally. Um, I might just throw in there as well when I reference back to high school and stuff um, that age is a super important factor in this sort of situation as well. Um, If you're like uh, underage and you're collecting pictures of girls in high school or whatever, uh, girls, boys, whatever, then you are, you know, subject to violating pornography laws, child pornography laws. And it's really serious. Like, I don't think people realise 
at yeah. the time. Even if it's like, even if you're underage yourself mm. and um, even like, it doesn't matter if you're the same age, it's still the same charge. Yeah. So be very conscious of that. Anything around taking pictures of yourself or uh, collecting with other people, anything like that, like, yeah, if you're underage... No. No. Yeah, straight <laughs> If you're under 18 and you have a picture of someone else who is under 18, you are still considered guilty mm. under child pornography laws. Mm. That is just a thing that happens. And it's also that, you know, if this kind of stuff is happening to you, I remember there was a helpline that I forgot before, mm. which is one eight hundred five five one eight hundred, which is kids' helpline, yeah. who might know a little bit more about this stuff as well. Um, if this has happened to you or if you're, you know, like freaking out because... Mm. of what we said um but yeah i don't know um there's also like a thing with i guess we were talking a little bit before about snapchat and how that evolved or it got really big because people were using it in my life in in my high school experience people were predominantly using it to send nudes because it's different like you kind of get around that where you don't have those files saved Mm. on your computer or on your phone or whatever because it disappears straight away um which is good, I guess, but now they're trying to be all legit and mm. like I knew them back in the day as just a platform for sending nudes. Yeah, it is interesting though the social media's response to stuff like revenge porn, like Facebook recently with their trial um to try and curb some of the instances that they've had on their platform of having people send in photos of themselves like nude photos of themselves to Facebook so that they can create like a digital footprint I guess for it so that if that f- that picture ever does come up on the Facebook platform it's instantly flagged and removed mm. yeah, to like try Facebook and was stop basically that. like hey if you don't want your nudes to be posted on Facebook send us your nudes yeah, and we'll hang on to them <laughs> and it's like that's insane because nudity Zoss. isn't allowed on Facebook anyway yeah like it should just be flagged and removed like what's up mm. why does Facebook Facebook want your nudes. Yeah, no, that doesn't. That sounds a bit weird. Yeah, it was like straight up a thing that they. I think they were trialing it, and I think they stopped because the public response was pretty indignant. I feel like it probably just wasn't thought through very much. (laughs) No, not all. But um, I think we are in this age of like the normalizing of sending nudes in in the context of social media is just so prevalent and like um especially in younger generations. I mean, I've expressed I've got a, I've got a younger sister and I do have those concerns of her like w- her safety and what she's doing and who she's talking to because I know I mean the stories that I had friends I, I was fortunate enough not to fall victim to something like this, but I had very close friends who were you know devastated when their nudes quote unquote got leaked and it was just like a really tough thing to watch and I just yeah, I just sympathise with the younger generations where this is now such a, a common thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How I mean, did they deal with it? Like, what my friend? Did or, they just move on? Or well, I mean, it happened to a number of friends because there was, as I said, there was this like this congruent file of, of girls' photos. But yeah. um, like some of them took it really hard and you know kind of isolated themselves for weeks, months. Others took it on the chin, others kind of owned it and were like, yeah, they're my nudes, what what of it? So what? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was definitely personality-based per, per person. And all of those are acceptable responses, but it sounds like if you can, if you can get to, like, what of it, that might almost be mm. the, not, like, the, 
not the uh, ideal thing like nothing's like ideal or nothing no response is like more valid than any other response mm. but it sounds like the least painful like it's a path of least resistance to just be like yeah what of it that's what i look like naked why do you care you creep oh for sure yeah i think you have to be mindful as well sometimes that like once you put something on the internet whether it's in the tr- willing like the trusting hands of a partner in a group chat or if it's via Snapchat, you know, like it's there forever. If you put something in, out in this, that space, you've got to be ready for it to come back. And yeah. not, not that you should expect that to come back. By no means should you expect someone you trust and you've sent this picture to to turn around and go, oh, well, hey, look, at, remember this photo you sent me? Here it is in a different context. Um, yeah, just just be mindful. Anything you put on the internet is, is up for the public. Which troubles me as a thought because now I have like the Google Photos backup turned on automatically on mm. my phone and Google has my nudes. Like I just can't, I'm too lazy to not let them have them. I don't care. And I'm like, it's there forever. I don't care, Google. That's what I look like naked. Move on. Don't yeah. be weird about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing to try saying to someone if you feel like it. Mm. Did we help? I think we helped. I think we helped. Cool. All right. Let's go to a song. Ooh. Yeah. This one's Naked by Elsie and the Vibe. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. All right. You're back on The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. I'm Jay. I'm here with Erin, Paul, and Michaela. And you just heard Iron and Wine's Naked As We Came, Wash and Set by Lake Haley 47, and Naked by Elsie and the Vibe. That was a wonderful triple set of songs there. The trifecta. Yeah, two low-key beautiful songs and just one massive banger in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we do it. Yeah, that's how we do it here on Naughty Rude. We are going to answer some of your questions soon, but Michaela, you've been uh, doing a bit of research for us. Michaela's been on her socials. Yeah, so I put a cheeky poll out in the field on my Snapchat to a couple of friends of mine um, just to see, you know, what what people have experienced with sending nudes, with receiving nudes, if they've had them in relationships or outside of them, and if they've been a positive experience or a negative one, just to try and gauge um, what the general vibe is, I think, and potentially some strategies for those new to the game. This is um, live content creation. Folks. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> best of the best. Um, so to... As probably expected, I've got a range of different opinions and different experiences, some that have never sent but have received, some that um, have been the other way around. And then I had, so there's one that's, you know, it's been great experience, very positive in context, as we were talking about earlier in the show, like two months in um, after actually sleeping with the person. So in contrast to what we were talking about before in terms of new relationships and using it as a stepping stone to physical intimacy, this one was actually after that and kind of keeping that spark alive and that excitement, um, which seemed to work very well for them. Good strat. Yeah. um, On the other side of receiving a friend that um, they received one quite quick into a messaging conversation, again, on an app, um, and talking about how, yeah, they were probably quite interested in the person, but that maybe took it a step back for them, actually. So they were early on in, in talking to this person, maybe the first few hours or days, and mm-hmm. then they got that nude and they were like, was it a nude or a dick pic, do you reckon? It was a nude. It okay. was a nude. Um, and they got that nude and they were like, mm, no. Well, uh. I don't know if it was a no so much as like, I think it was more of the the build-up and the suspense potentially had been taken away a little. Of like, oh, there it all is. I don't have to, like, 
try or be more artful in my responses or anything like that. So I don't know. It was quite an interesting response, and I didn't quite know how to react to it. But that's be a good point. To know your thoughts. I mean, you do want to keep some magic behind the curtain for when you meet each other in person, right? Yeah. Like I'm I assuming so. they hadn't met in person if they were still talking over. Yeah, an app, no, so. not yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I I feel like I would react the same way. I'd be mm-hmm. like, if you're like, a, you know, we haven't met in person and you're already comfortable showing me your genitals, that's wild. I don't know if I can deal with that. Yeah. yeah. What else did Fair you enough. get? Um, so I got another one as well. So these were mostly positive experiences. I did have a couple of bad experiences, one in particular that was um, a couple of months into knowing the person. I'm unsure actually if they were in a relationship or if it was just sort of an on and off thing or if they were acquaintances. Um, But the nude itself was screenshotted um, and Mm. then this person um, just felt uncomfortable, um, asked them to delete it, assuming that they have hopefully with that kind of mutual trust that mm. hey that's a line that I don't want you to cross can you aye please aye remove aye. that yeah um so my follow-up so that's obviously not a positive experience with it but my follow-up was is it something that you consider doing again and she brought up an interesting point about framing of her nudes she said yeah look I might with the right people but I probably wouldn't put my face in it mm. Mm. so different different thoughts different schools of yeah, schools of thought. Um, I wonder if you guys had any views on, you know, framing, if you will. Nudes um, with your face in. Yeah, yeah I reckon that's interesting. It's, it's clever to, if you don't know someone that well, to take a nude without your face in it. Yeah. But uh, then people, you know, it takes a lot of the personality out of it and, like, yeah. a lot of the... But sometimes you're just making a dumb face and you can't get yeah. it right as well. Like, <laughs> as I a, find that... As a guy, I absolutely hate any angle that's below... And looking up at my face because ah. it's such a like, uh, like like that fuck boy pose. Where it's <laughs> yeah, like, mm, very you know. above, very sort of like dominating the yeah. frame. Yeah, I really hate yeah. it a lot. But but maybe so like in a mirror, and then it's just cropped to show like the lower half of your face, mm-hmm. or like so not you're not like a headless naked body, yeah, but there's not like full identifiable features. <laughs> yeah, artistic nudes are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shows you put effort in and. I love, you, you face, I love a good so, arty nude. I love a good arty nude. Nice lighting. Like, yeah. Soft lighting, just iron out all the floors, you know. <laughs> full full daylight is my best lighting. Mm. <laughs> mm. Just stark naked just in the daylight. Outside in the park. Just having a walk. <laughs> That's the best I, nude. I have like a, another special um, light in the room that like oh, makes this special like. Oh, like, aura I'm sorry, room. I'm just picturing like a star. You wrap light, yourself like, in fairy lights. <laughs> for, for those who it's obviously radio is, a, is an audio medium, um, Paul just did some spirit fingers starting above his head and then it circling like out rainbow. around his side. <laughs> it was it was like a rainbow. It was like the SpongeBob radio. Like imagination. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's awful. Um, but <laughs> did we get to the? Is that is oh, that yeah, all your poll? Just, that's what I've got from my research that so is, far. Thank you. Keep you updated if. I get anything new, but uh, Kayla on the nude desk. We are going back to Tumblr questions. I now. have I have sent out a tweet to say to our lovely listeners if they've got any nude stories at all, um, to send them into our Tumblr, and we'd love to hear them and have a chat. In the meantime, we are going to answer a couple of your questions. Um, here's one that's just come in. What do you think about having sex? Sorry, what do you think about when having sex with your partner versus alone? Hmm. <laughs> Food. <laughs> Straight up. 
You think about food. What do you think about? Yeah, what do you think about? When, oh, right. Like, what do you think Sorry. about I thought when you were you're like, by what yourself? What do you think about? Would you rather having sex by yourself? No, okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, what yeah, do you the... think about during? Yeah. Yeah. Food. It depends <laughs> on the day. Oh, you, Byron's like, food, straight my, up. I have, like a, I have like a vivid, wild imagination sometimes, so my mind wanders a lot mm. during. It's not, it's not with, like, with, it's not because someone? I'm bored. With someone or Yeah. It's not like I'm bored. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, that's how my mind works. Like, yeah. even when I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm having, a, like, an internal yeah, monologue with myself. So I just... I And depending on how good I feel, I might say it out loud as well, what I'm thinking about. Yeah. But I, I, my mind wanders all the time. I just feel like, oh, I've got to... Is it the same, thing. like, trajectory if you're with someone versus when you're alone, though? No, when I'm... Usually, I don't know. I feel like it's a chore when I'm alone. Oh. If that... I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's sad. Sometimes that, I get a song a stuck sad. in my head. You get a what? A song stuck in my yeah. head. Yeah. Oh, it's the no. worst. When you're and trying to develop a rhythm or something. Mm. You yeah, like... sometimes you listen to music during as well. Mm. And I'll mm. just, like, go along with a song, then, like, have a good time and a sing-along. I've got to say, I've got this story, because um, one time I was hooking up with a guy and we were listening to music, and it was just this random playlist, and Shipping Up to Boston <laughs> came on. <laughs> and for those of you who don't song. know that will trigger anyone at sin to like oh. panic um so oh. to say it ruined the mood is a little bit of an understatement that is my dun, nightmare dun. that is my ultimate nightmare as dun, soon as those dun. first four chords hit i'm like dun, dun, dun. <laughs> for reference dun, dun. i think i i'm not sure because i'm new and these guys are yeah. less new but that's <laughs> the song that plays when the radio station breaks it's yeah. when there's more than seven seconds of silence and you get to dead air and then and then the, the backup em- CD plays. CD the emergency song plays, and it's shipping up to Boston. Mm. But now we've moved on, and it's, it's uh, shooting stars. I hate oh, that. I which is the the um? How does shooting stars go? This is riveting content, guys. Everyone is so You don't need us to give you dead air. You get the songs right here. All the songs on Sin Nation. Just so I can be the backup track. Um, Aaron's job, backup CD. Dream job, head of potatoes, backup CD. <laughs> Back to the question. Um, <laughs> what do you think about... I think we're all avoiding it a little bit. It is yeah. an awkward question. It it's is what do you think weird. about where you're masturbating? I think about the masturbating. I'm. That's what I'm yeah. doing. It My mind is mostly on that. It totally depends. Like, so, like Sometimes I'm like Paul and sometimes it's a chore and I'm like, well, this is happening. I've just got to get this out the way. And then sometimes I'm really into it and then I'm like... Yeah, fantasizing or whatever, but if I'm with someone, same. Like, I could either be like, okay, this is really great, and in the moment, or I could, if I'm not in the mood or whatever, I'm just like, oh, so what game are we playing after this? Like, I'll go mm-hmm. set up the PlayStation more. Like, <laughs> you know, that's, I'll go set up during. I'll go, I'll go set up now. Like, you, you just keep doing you, I'll come back, <laughs> and the PlayStation will be up ready to go. I've heard of, like... Yeah, um, doggy style being the we can both watch the footy position, but nothing this complicated as to setting up the PlayStation. That's too real. Uh, <laughs> no, that's too real. Uh, yeah, no, that's like not my joke. I, I don't remember whose joke it is, but it is someone's. Well, it's good. Yeah. You should claim it as your own. No, I can't do that. Joke theft is very important to me. Paul is even giving me a look right now where he's like, you cannot do that, Erin. As in joke EP, I do not. It is a... I do not permit this. I do not endorse the stealing of jokes. <laughs> um, right. Should we play another song? Um, I reckon we do one more question. All right. All right. This down. one will probably smash through quite quick. <laughs> My parents walked in on me masturbating and now it's super awkward. What should I do? 
Sorry, Never bring it up ever again <laughs> and lock yourself in your room for the rest of your life, I say. Move yeah. out of home. Actually, <laughs> yeah. change your name. Your home change your name. Name. I'm um, sorry, you don't have a home anymore. Yeah. Uh, no, like, talk to them. If you want to talk to them, like, you don't have to. It's happened to me before, and I've just, like, I just avoided the topic. But mm. I, I was quite young, so it, I, would, I guess I probably didn't even understand what I was doing yeah. at the time as well. No, same. And then it just yeah. never came just up. Never and I was, it was expecting discussed. it too, like, it was yeah. dinner time, and I was like, yeah, waiting so for it and it never comes. You're gonna yeah. bring it up? Do you no, wish they, so. they had? No. Like, do you, no would you have no, wanted to I have wouldn't. like an educational, like a teachable moment kind of thing? I just don't see my pa- my parents particularly, like no offence to them, being the type of figures to teach me about sex because I just I kind of figured all that out on my own. Yeah, it depends. But it's totally dependent on that relationship that you have with them, I think. Yeah, if you have a more mm. open relationship with them, like, I'm not sure. I would probably talk to my mum about that if it had happened. Yeah. Like, but it depends, like, I don't know, different stages of your life, you're, like, different, fragile, and I definitely share a lot more with her now that we live a long way away from each other. Mm. Um, so I say that, and then I'm like, well, maybe not at the time. Like, when I was 14, it was a very different sort of, like, emotional landscape between us. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. I think, like, the most important thing to remember is if you are, like, potentially wanting to have that conversation is that your parents are people and have been in your exact same position most likely before. Mm. Um, Sadly. And they they are much (laughs) more clued in than you, unfortunately, would like to think. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's up to you if you want to have that conversation and you, you do want a little bit of guidance and, yeah, for all... Go for your life and ask them, but um, you don't have to. But, yeah, um, if you're embarrassed or whatever and they don't bring it up, you guys seem to have survived it. Yeah, we're okay. We're, like, yeah. functioning members of society. So yeah. My parents still like me. <laughs> so. I don't know. We Sorry. run a meme page. <laughs> that was so, just like, too close. I'm not sure. That's uh, not. just overachieving, I think, at this stage. Oh. Yeah. It's, like, creating... Well, thank you multiple well, forms you. of content on multiple platforms. What is this? That's the world we live in, guys. It's millennials. Get with it. It's cutthroat. They don't get paid for anything. Nope. <laughs> not at all. It's awful. We, we are exploiting our youth, our biggest natural resource. <laughs> We're being exploited. <laughs> it needs we to must stop. seize the means of production. We need to seize the memes of production. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay, and, okay. That, and that's that segment. Over. That is that I think that it's time over. for a song. It definitely <laughs> is. Um, you're going to have to help me with this one, Jay. Uh, guy dot, dot executable exe is, is that what e- exe I say exe dot exe exe guy guy dot exe g u y dot exe <laughs> by the band Superfruit. So I guess that's easier to find. That's so much better. This is Naughty Rude here on Sin Nation. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude show here on Sin Nation. That song was taking pictures of you by the Kooks. Lovely track, and before that was guy dot. EXE, is that how we've established it? I think or that's X, fine. XE, Superfruit is the band. The gayest song. The gayest I of mean, songs. I don't want to be the arbiter of what's gay, but it's a it's a gay song, and it's good, and I like it, it's and it tune. made me happy to listen to that. I'm very happy. It also makes me happy to be here answering Tumblr <laughs> questions, uh, which we have one to start off a segment about body positivity, oh. I think. Yes, that's right. We want to talk a little bit about positiveness and bodies in the one thing the anonymous person has said to us i hate my body sorry hang on i'm gonna interrupt you yeah it's always just one person 
It's just the anonymous person. The anonymous person. person. I'm assuming there aren't like a a group of people crowded around an anonymous Tumblr (laughs) submission being like, oh, what should we ask them? It's just one person. (laughs) I I imagine it that way. But if it isn't, I mean, that's great too. I love that we have a community built around our Tumblr. Thank you, Mr. Anonymous. Thank you, Mr. (laughs) Miss or anywhere in between. Mix Anonymous. (laughs) I hate my body. Do you guys have any tips on how I can try to feel better about the way I look? Mm. Well, we we do, we do, do and we I? don't. Do Some, I? Sometimes we don't, and sometimes we do. And I don't know why I don't hate my body anymore. Mm. I think that that Kook song gave a bit of a clue as to how it can help. Sometimes I think taking pictures of yourself is really important. There you go. And sending it to someone and being like, it's "I was okay. listening to the Kooks and they is told okay? me to do this." And then, <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily agree with seeking approval from outside of yourself on what you look mm. like. I feel like it can be a very validating and, and gratuitous thing to do, mm. but it shouldn't be your main source of validation. Mm. But yeah. I think lo- self-love is something that just comes with time and practice. It's definitely a practice. And it's not just body love. It's just like everything that is you and encompasses you. It is a practice. Same as yoga, right? Yeah. You don't get that right straight away. You got to keep practicing. And that. if you do yoga, you might like. I don't. I don't think anyone should feel like they have to exercise. But oh, I didn't mean you have to go do yoga. If to you do, go, but like if you go <laughs> to, to be yoga, <laughs> I think of it as like it's not about making your body better when you exercise or no. do yoga. It's like taking care of your body. And if you take care of your body, it's like you know how people say like you can just start smiling. And then you'll feel happy. Like, it doesn't always work, but no. sometimes if you're just in a really neutral mood and then you start smiling, you're like, oh, actually, no, life's all right. It's about building um, habits. It's like the action before, but the action comes before the actual mood. It's like, if yeah. you go and do something to take care of your body, whether that's exercise or feeding it nice food, um, and not even healthy food, just like food that your body wants. Yeah. I give my body what it wants a lot. I'm just like... Hey, buddy, what do you want? And it's like Cheetos, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, here, uh, we go. here we go. Don't you know? Feel sick, like, it, like, and if you just, it's, it's an act of care. It's an act of caring for yourself. If you mm. do go and do yoga, and that's your way of caring for yourself, like, exercise can be that. If you, like, I guess for me, it's been a lot of like consciously, like, doing the thing that will make my body feel cared for. Yeah. Well, yeah, when I used the example of yoga, I meant it more in terms of, like, the practice of um, building that body positivity because it is a practice and it is – it's a habit. It's not something that comes with time. And then for the example of, like, putting a smile on, sometimes you don't want to put a smile on because you don't feel that way. It's okay to be honest with yourself. And if, like, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, I don't really like what I see today, just take that for what it is in the moment, I feel, is the best Mm -hmm. way to go get around that sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. The practice has to be mental as well as physical, but yeah, I don't know. I get there physically a lot because yeah, I'm very bad different. at forming new like thought patterns. Well, I'm I've trained. <laughs> did for I, years. I, I did My a year brain. of CBT and I was like, oh, I'm yeah. still bad at this. Like, <laughs> oh, CBT is a difficult thing. No my skills. It's a difficult thing. No skills. It takes time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, seek mental health help if it's hmm. really affecting like the way that you move through the world. You may also have gender dysphoria. Mm. Um, or body dysmorphia. Those are two things that a lot of people have. Mm. Um, and look, look that stuff up and see if it helps. If it helps to have an explanation for why you feel shitty, then like, if yeah. it helps, if it helps to know. But yeah. in, also in the same vein, don't um, avoid self-diagnosing with those sorts of things. If you're going to go down that road, 
Um, well, it's gender dysphoria is not a diagnosis. Well, no, just yeah. instead of putting labels on yourself, I think it's it's better to maybe have that conversation with someone instead of keeping something like that to yourself because yeah. then it can be really isolating. Yeah, but as long as you, like, I guess I'm just, like, if you have the information, yeah. you can find something yeah. that makes you feel like, rather than self-diagnosing, just, like, learning about things like different ways that like and it makes you feel less alone because Mm. you're like hey there's lots of other people who feel this way and they've found all of these different ways to describe it and now I can kind of Mm. access that and feel a part of it the internet's a wonderful thing for not feeling alone in certain Mm. experiences like that and you are definitely not the first or the last person to have this question on your mind Mm. yeah I find like there's a couple of ways um, that for me personally try and I try and build my own body positivity and and sense of self I um used to be a dancer I used to train for upwards of like from 40 hours a week um and I had all sorts of issues with myself because you're constantly in front of a mirror and constantly judging yourself comparing yourself to the person next to you and if you're doing that you're never going to be what you want like there's there's no end to who you can compare yourself with mm-hmm. and how I kind of combated that was um building my strength and being able to be proud of the stuff that I achieved and be like hey look I could do this really cool thing like what I don't know I can jump higher today isn't that cool isn't that awesome that my body can do that yeah. and it doesn't matter what it looks like but it can physically do that and then over the last couple of years um I moved away from that career path and have been studying at uni full-time and have put on a significant amount of weight from there, which had its own challenges of I didn't have that strength that I used to of, hey, it's not perfect, but look what it can do because now it's it can't. Mm-hmm. So I had to find another way of looking at myself and being proud of who I am and what I am and how I look and how I choose to present myself to the world. And and that has been quite a journey over the last couple of years. So I totally understand where this asker is coming from mm. in terms of struggling with that. But something that I've come across and I am pursuing in the future, I was just having a chat about it um, during the song, is, mm-hmm. as Paul was saying, taking images of yourself. Mm. Um, I really want to do one of those photo shoots, like a, a boudoir sort of photo shoot yeah. um, with a professional and like good lighting and <laughs> get some banging hot photos of myself in my current glory not photoshopped or anything um so that if I am having a shitty day I can look at them and be like no like I like who I am and I like what I look like and go me kind of thing so that's wonderful yeah I think it's all about finding your way into um locking onto something that you do like about yourself for those tough days as well yeah for sure um to add to that yeah I mean it's, it's something for you and it's something that makes you feel good about yourself and makes you feel happy um, if you can find that thing ask her or anyone who might be struggling with similar thoughts um, grab a hold of it and just do what you need to to make the most of it I think um, yeah because images affect the way like images that you encounter in your life affect the way that you feel about your own body and the way that you look physically and if you have images of yourself looking great that's an amazing resource to be able to draw on because you can go and like kind of interrupt the flow of images of other people's bodies and really center on that yeah Yeah. um comparison is a really big thing as well 
um, I think yeah. when it comes to this sort of thing. And yeah. it's it's so, so important to take your body and just be celebrate it for what it is in itself. Um, regardless of where you're at or how comfortable you are with your own body, I think it's important not to put yourself up against others, as hard as that might be in our, in our world, in our modern world, where we have images in our face constantly online or, um, yeah, we're constantly communicating with other people in this sense that it's important just to you know like you for you and just look at yourself and kind of be proud of what you've got because I mean you've got a body and if you're able and you're willing like you can do absolutely anything with it and that's a real blessing like that's yeah and it doesn't have to stay the same like it can change throughout your life Mm. like my weight and the shape of my body and stuff is continuing to change and has changed like a very lot since I hit puberty so in the last 10 years Mm. I've fluctuated in weight and like just the way that my body is shaped due to like different combinations of hormones being inside me and it's been you know really interesting like I I got the implant on which is like a Mm. contraceptive um that's it's a contraceptive implant so it goes underneath your skin and my breasts grew bigger than they'd ever been before and like mm. I realized that that was making like me have a lot of experience, a lot of gender dysphoria. Yeah, right. So it's like figure out, you know, why you feel uncomfortable as well is important. Like you haven't obviously supplied us with a lot of information, but it's like, you know, is it a thing where you feel like your body is not the shape that you want it to be or not the gender that you want it to be? Like once you nail down the specifics, you can kind of start approaching it from different angles. Like there's a good thing about loving you for you but also figure out the changes you want to make if you want to make changes yeah you are entitled Mm. to make changes as an act of caring for yourself and Mm. loving yourself Mm. as well Yeah. yeah i think um to take the perspective from another stance maybe if this if this is happening to someone who's close to you and you're seeing that it's affecting them negatively then um i guess what would you do in that situation if you can see that someone your friend a close friend is really ill I mean, this is speaking from personal experience here now when a personal friend of mine is quite ill with with some body issues and I'm kind of in a position where, like, I've said all that I can and it's just, like, it's in their mind now. I think they're not willing to accept that their body for what it is, even. Do they have an eating disorder? Yeah. Yeah. I think we answered a similar question last week, but it was, like... um, I'm just going to rehash what I said there yeah. really quickly. It's just like, there's not any, like there's a certain point at which people don't listen mm. because they don't want to. And that's what I was like. And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. This is healthy. I'm just using, I'm just losing my baby fat or whatever, my puppy fat. Mm. And this is like an absolutely healthy way to be. And then, you know, like if you try and tell people otherwise, they're going to be like, you're overreacting Mm -hmm. and they're not going to listen. And you have to talk to the people around them and make a plan because it's like any other addiction and people do need therapy and they do need to go. Like if they're at the point where they're causing themselves physical harm, sometimes people do go to rehab or hospital and you need to make a plan that if it's getting to that stage, you need to make a plan for that to happen with the people who love them, Mm -hmm. including yourself. And sometimes if you feel like you can't do anything about it and you're powerless, you have to just step away as well. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. don't know. It sounds When I, I say it really clinically like that, it sounds No, really but it's clear and it's it's straightforward and that's the way it needs to be. I think if you can be positive in your own body, but we, we need to lift each other up too, I think, as, yeah. as friends and as yeah, a community. Absolutely. We have to kind of 
get rid of this shit idea in, in mainstream media that, you know, this is this is the body, this is the ideal body, and this is what everyone should look like. Friends need to help each other and love each other for what we are and what we look like and support each other in the positive changes that we aspire towards, yeah. I think. Yeah, and you can let them know that you love them while letting them know that you don't approve of mm. what they're doing to yeah. themselves. Uh, it's rough. Sorry to end that on a sombre note, guys. <laughs> Got a little bit of shit going on. If that did bring up anything for you at all as well, there's always places you can go for help. There's 131114 for Lifeline, 1-800-55-1800 for Kids Helpline, and um, Beyond Blue as well, 1-300-224636. I might chuck the Q Life in there yeah. as well, just because I mentioned dysphoria. Yeah, it's, you did too. Yeah. yeah. So that's 1-800-184-527 for Q Life as well, which is an excellent resource. So it's good for you. It's good to talk to someone. You can talk to someone on the phone and they won't know who you are and it'll there'll be never any ramifications. Mm. And nothing bad will happen if you do it. Totally. Let's yeah. go to a song. Yeah. Let's go to a song. Let's go to... Oh, what a song. It is a, it is a tune. This the Meaning a tune. of Love. The Meaning of Love by Simon Love and Stuart Lee. Yeah. This is the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. This is the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. That song just then was Sex by the 1975, and before that was The Meaning of Love by Simon Love and Stuart Lee. I like um, Sex by 1975. It sounds like a perfume. It's like, I'm aware that the 1975 is a band, but it's like Cilantro by Givenchy, <laughs> Sex by 1975. I think all of their songs sound like a perfume. They just sound uh, like a great ambassador. It just makes me happy. You can be like, oh my god, this, sound- this song sounds like sex. Yeah. Because it literally is. Oh. It sounds like cold sex, sex. and... Sounds like chocolate. Does chocolate have a sound? I thought that joke would be funnier in my head. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just like, I don't think I've ever had sex that sounds like the 1975. And like, <laughs> so I have to be whinging more. I, I, um, yeah. I remember that age old Tumblr post that was like, being a fan of the 1975 so hard because you can't ask any person if they like 1975 songs because you sound weird asking, do you like sex? Do you like chocolate? Oh. Do you like milk? Oh. Ah, oh, so hard being a 1975 fan. Do you like <laughs> Do you like 1975? It's like what the year? I guess it was okay. Uh, there was some <laughs> cool stuff that happened. <laughs> is that what it is? Back in my day, yeah. Um, is that what it's like? Like my dad picked me up from a 1975 concert once, and he was like, "Oh, I remember. It was a good year." <laughs> Do they play music from that year, that generation? That would be wonderful. That would <laughs> be a better a band. Oh, anyway, no. we're back. We're back on the Naughty Rude Those Rude are some great songs. We're back on Naughty Rude. And uh, we're answering some of your questions now. Um, if you've got any for us last minute, we've got 10 minutes left on the show. So send them our way to thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Or we'll answer them next week because we come back at 8 p.m. every Sunday on Sin Nation for the rest of the season. So, yeah, if you send a question in and you're like, oh, no, they didn't get to it, it'll be back. It'll, you we'll know, be back. Michaela and Aaron will pick it up. We'll always be back. Yeah. Always here. Always here. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when we're not. <laughs> here's a, here's a, um, a relevant thought or question, rather. Thoughts on the uh, wid text. The what the, you do in text. The wid? Uh, I send them all the time. I send them all the time, ironically. Yeah, like, mm. I think it's just become ironic. Like, when I get an unironic one from someone I don't know well, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a physical reaction. I'm like, yeah, it's like a... Nah. <laughs> but, no, I send the WID, the W-Y-D, so standing for what you're doing, what you do. Uh, I send that... It's like it's like one word. It's like, what you doing? What you doing? Yeah, I send, I send that very 
frequently to close friends and romantic partners. Mm. Yeah. Well, I send it like to say, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Well. Just feel like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Where yeah, are you yeah. At? Have I ever but sent I you? Feel like, what are you doing? And what are you doing? Two you very doing? different things. Yeah. Have I ever sent you a weird? Probably. I mean, yeah. I probably sent you one. Yeah. So. It, it can be fine. It can work. It can be a, <laughs> a, be a, a friendly thing. It can be a professional and friendly encounter. Unlike other people in the studio, I am not dating Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Elephant in the room. <laughs> uh, you guys did an episode about it. I don't feel bad. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I'm down with the wind text as long as if, if, if it's a um, consensual thing and it's not consensual things occur from it then that's all sweet yeah just don't send it i don't know it depends I don't know, can you send it unconsensual what are you doing uh, well, see i feel like you can't it yeah. just may not be um appreciated in the way that you want it to be true i know like this, you say you it, you cringe if you get it from someone unironically mm. like that might just be the outcome it might bite yeah. you back i i have someone so it's it happens all the time though it's like all other text-based communication because i know this guy um not very well but um a friend and i were kind of discussing it because it was like i wasn't sure like we were both like i wasn't sure if he was hitting on me or if he just loves using a lot of smiley faces like because (laughs) he will like use a love heart eyes emoji two messages into your first conversation like he's that kind of guy and it's like it's cool but he just he loves to throw out a love heart emoji really early in the relationship it seems Mm. because I like literally texted him and was like oh you know hey and he was like hey and then like the next message had a love heart eyes emoji in it like in the context of like oh you know it was nice to see you today but it was just so very full on I feel like like, hey and like a little kiss is something that is very flirtatious but I find very full on if I've just started speaking to someone especially if I don't know where we're at like I had well, like one time I was texting like ages ago I was texting some guy and just being like oh, I'm kind of into him but you know I've just met them so I kind of want to just see where it goes and my mate's like nah throw in the X hit them with the hey X like, it's, it's flirty it's hot like you'll love it you know exactly where you're coming from I'm like I'm not ready hit him with the hey X but also you don't know that's that's what it means because I eventually like decided like you know the jury's still out but I like with this guy I was just like oh he's doing it to you too oh it must just be how he is yeah like Either that or he's, like, a very flirty person with multiple people, but it's just, like, everyone I've spoken to is like, no, he does that to me too. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, it's just he's a love heart emoji kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. I tell people I love them if we've been friends for, like, six months or something. I'm just like, I love you. Like, mm. it's people have different boundaries around different things. And um, the WYD text does not always, the WID does not always mean what you doing. Mm. Sometimes it just means, like, what you doing? Yeah. Yeah. How are you? It's not it's not as like sexually provocative as you up. No. Um we've just got a question in now. <gasps> from Anonymous, funny okay. enough. They've asked, How do you deter dick pics asking for a friend? Say don't send me a dick pic. Yeah, just say n- no. Nah, I don't know. It's not really even something you can well, say yeah, no that's to. The thing. You can't, mm, yeah. It'll Put happen. your phone on airplane mode and go outside. <laughs> and run away. Get off the internet. Leave that place. I don't know. I stopped getting dick pics after high school. I got unsolicited dick pics yeah. in high school, and it was some of the first porn I ever saw. And yeah. it was really, really, like, it was uncomfortable at the time. Mm. And it was from people that I didn't know very well, but people that, like, I knew who it was kind of thing, mm. even though I didn't have the number saved. So I was just like, oh, this is gross. I never wanted to see that guy's dick. And then I did, and it was bad. And 
there's no you can't stop someone from doing that you can only control your reaction and mm. if you're if it's like a problem for you maybe you need to change up like websites or whatever because i know like i don't know about tinder but i know on okcupid you can't send pictures you can't on tinder mm. either yeah, yeah and that's why that is that way is like the systems have been put in place yeah. to protect people who don't want to receive unsolicited dick pics for sure yeah i think it does have to do with a like as you say, all you can do is um, respond to it afterwards, but it does have to do with what situations you're putting yourself in as well. Like saying if you are on, um, you know, giving your number out to someone that you have met through an app like that, you are you do have to acknowledge that potential to open up to that sort of situation. Yeah. Um, I've got to say I live a fairly cautious life, so it's not <laughs> something I run into very frequently yeah. at all. If, like in the last couple of years even and you should um, feel free to do what you want but yeah maybe it, it's just changing up where you're going yeah and like feel free to block the person as well if it's something that yeah you're totally you entitled know, to do that if you tell them no and they don't stop then block yeah. and delete mm. I had a face I had my Facebook set up for years that you could only add me if we had a mutual friend because I was tired yeah. of all the random ads that's good um, and I only recently turned it off because I guess it's become less of a problem mm. Um, but yeah, it, it was set up like that for years because I had people randomly adding me and it's kind of the same as like, if people are like just initiating unsolicited contact with you on a particular website, like see if there's a way that you can like engineer it so that that doesn't happen. If that doesn't work, maybe it's time to think about moving on because mm. it is like a very online specific thing. So you have to use the rules of the internet. Like you can't, it's not like a conversation in real life where like if someone whips their genitalia out in front of you and then you're like, hey, can you please not? Like it's like, it's not as real time. It's asynchronous. So you need to like bring yeah. down those barriers. Yeah, for sure. As much as you can. Good answers. Or just yeah. be ugly. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just poof. Sure. I feel like that's not a solution, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, uh, it works. <laughs> kind of. Um, before we wrap up the show, I might read out this other nice little message we've got in from an anonymous person. It's um, so nice. Thank you. Nude stories. I keep all of my nudes going back about four years in a folder on my PC. I'm also trans. Going back through recently, I realized I accidentally created an HRT and makeup skills timeline, and that was really nice for my own body confidence. Nudes can just be for you to appreciate or reflect on personally that's so beautiful yeah it's a nice little message thank you for saying that in anonymous um really appreciate hearing all of your stories and um we hope i really hope that that's what i've got going on in a little while yeah 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 i can't wait to see like an archive of just my body being Mm. different by the way hrt is hormone replacement therapy yes yeah good to point that out too yeah um but yeah thank you for sending that in and um Thank you to all of our listeners who may have sent in questions throughout the episode or during the week. Um, we hope to hear from you throughout the uh, the rest of the week now. And, um, yeah, speak to you next week as well. Thanks for joining us tonight. I hope we've... Um, it's been such a good one. ...shared some interesting yeah. stories and perspectives about... Thank nudes. you to Michaela again for that research. That was so uh, you're welcome. for that live on the field <laughs> journalism. <laughs> Just Absolutely nothing a cheeky poll can't fix, you know? <laughs> for sure. Um, if you're listening on the podcast as well, thank you. If you're listening live, you can catch this podcast early in the week on Omni, iTunes, Spotify, and syn.org.au. That's S-Y-N.org.au. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. And you can follow us on Twitter at Naughty Rude as well. Keep up with all the his haps during we the week. We are so close to a thousand Facebook likes, guys. Yeah, like I am not joking. We're you could be our thousandth Facebook like, and then we will not. We don't have anything planned, but we will love you. I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah, we'll 
we'll just prize for the thousandth birthday, but I'm like, oh, shower you with that. love or so, something. Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll do we'll give you a shout out on air. Send us a message. We'll make you a meme. Yeah, I don't know. Paul and I, <laughs> we're, Paul and I are pretty good at that. Paul we'll and Aaron will make you a meme if you are a one thousandth Facebook like. So do not hesitate. <laughs> we'll make a meme out of you. <laughs> that is that is a threat. Can you make it a Milan meme? So it's you make a meme. <laughs> that was absolutely like intense. Okay, okay, we gotta continue this discussion off the air. <laughs> To go off, we're going to play a song by Courtney Barnett, and it is Avant Gardener. This is Naughty Rude. Thank you for joining us tonight, and see you soon. Have a nice night. Bye. Bye. You can listen to the Naughty Rude show live, 8 to 10 p.m. every Sunday on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous.